0: up and welcome to Ahead of the Curve. This is your host, Jonathan Gellner, and this episode is brought to you by Stick and Ball TV. Stick and Ball is the baseball and softball streaming platform. If you haven't already, check it out because there are hundreds of videos and so much great content waiting just for you. And the cool part, it's all updated weekly. So check it out at stickandball.tv or on the Stick and Ball TV mobile app. Also, if you wanna help support the podcast, there's two ways you can. One would be leaving a rating and review wherever you listen. If you haven't already, it would mean the world to me if you did. And two, if this podcast is helpful, post it on social media, share it with your friends, and tag us. I'm grateful to have this platform to be able to share and would love to bring more into our community. On today's show, we're talking how to develop players while developing the team. Let's go. So most of us this time of year are transitioning from off season to in season. And so I wanted to put together some thoughts from things that I've learned or some thoughts on what I would do different. I'm going to use quite a few hitting examples and I'll try and throw in some pitching ones, but hitting is what I'm most familiar with. So hopefully you can apply these to all parts of the game. One thing that I want to start with I think individualized is starting to become another buzzword. And when we think about amateur players, they don't need to be completely individualized. They're still building a base of skill and athleticism. And so standing on BOSU balls doing balance drills while catching seven different colored baseballs with both hands, isn't it? Or in other words, that ain't it. Drills that make no sense for the player don't help either. And if they don't care, they're not gonna get any better. So in a lot of ways, we are what we are by this time of year. And that's not necessarily a bad thing if we know how to use our strengths to win. But players also need to know that. They need to know that they have what it takes in them right now to accomplish whatever task is gonna be in front of them in a game. And it can also take four to six weeks of deliberate practice to make a meaningful change that shows up in a game. And in a lot of parts of the country, that's almost the entire season. And when we get into games, it's fight or flight. It's us versus the pitcher. It's a seven round or nine round battle, and what we're trying to do is win. And if they're thinking about new mechanics during a conference game, in front of 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 people, then we haven't done our job. Let me backtrack. I was Mr. Seven Drills at five minutes of station, and rotate like clockwork, It was really efficiency at its finest. Until I started doing research on the brain and learned about attention residue. When we switch from task to task, our full attention doesn't follow. It's stuck with the last one because our brain is trying to figure out how to solve that problem. So in other words, every single time that we switch something, every single time we start something new, or every single time we rotate, we're not getting their full attention. So anytime that we can, strive to focus on one thing at a time, if we want an impactful environment for players and winning games. Now remember, every time we learn a new drill, we're taking up some cognitive space and energy that is somewhat finite. So just think back to what a high school daily schedule looks like. You may have morning weights, but let's say you start at eight o'clock, you're in class until lunch at about 12, you get a 30 minute lunch, you're back in class until about two, at 2.30 you start practice, and you're not done till five, 5.30. That's a lot. And so one thing that we need to keep in mind, especially whenever we get them after this type of day, is that we may not have their complete and full attention. So it comes back to balance. And it seems like that's another word that has consistently come back for me over the past year or so. We need balance in the swing, balance between stress and rest, balance between blocked and random, balance between traditional feel good BP and challenging them. And so I guess today's challenge for us is to do simple better. So where do we start? Well, during the season, and I'd argue in the off season too, the environment that we set up every day is the most important thing that we do. And here's what I would do different. Number one, allow some autonomy and balance that with challenges. Remember, a few weeks ago when I talked about clarity, help players to understand that activity doesn't mean achievement. And so when I talk about challenging, I'm either talking about physically or just with a task or objective. For instance, this is how you win this drill. Let me give you an example of what I mean by autonomy. Every spring training, players arrive after spending an entire off season tinkering with their swing. And it's the same on day one from summer ball with amateurs. And so one thing that I noticed and one of the biggest separators between working with pros and amateurs was their attention to detail and their routines. Routines being, what do you do every day that gets you right? You can ask any pro and they'll tell you. Detail by detail exactly what they do on a daily basis. It may be a constant tinkering process, but there's a lot of thought that goes into what exactly they're doing. This is usually the first thing they do when getting into cages or doing early work. So do they get to professional baseball and just now realize, oh, routines are important? Some, maybe, but I'd bet most have an idea. And it means that they've been allowed to take some ownership of their career at some point. And we need to do the same. There's a reason that Mike Trout and Nelson Cruz can have an entire segment on MLB Network just over their T routines, because they put a lot of thought into it, and it gets them right. So we need to ask ourselves, does this help the player get ready for games? In a sense, yeah, it does. It gets them right to get ready. And ideally, we would be able to do that and balance their prep work routines, and on-field situations and strategy. Let me put it in a different way. Does their routine, however cringeworthy we may think it is, does it translate to on-field success and confidence? I say let them do it. And if it doesn't, it leads me to point number two, which is, what is the one thing that Johnny Baseball needs to work on, mechanically or not, that's gonna help him get better now? So a couple of questions that I like to ask. Does it affect vision and timing? And if it does, we're gonna hammer it out. Is it stylistic? This is where I've changed from the past. I'm gonna stop worrying about it. Are they being successful in games? Then I'm gonna wait till the off season or not worry about it at all. And just pick one. Challenge yourself with this. Remember, clarity is king. We can only focus on one thing at a time. So, follow that up with what's the one thing Johnny wants to do every day that's going to get him ready to compete? Remember, a lot of kids have private instructors now, and there's a lot of great ones. What are they doing there? He may have a routine that he really likes, and we're not allowing him to do so. And if he doesn't feel prepared, he's not going to play well. And if we want to change something, then he has to take ownership of it to improve it. So, if we leave out this step, then it's going to leave us in a world of hurt. And then finally, point number three, switch from technical focus to tactical. Trying to put game-like pressure on them and situational awareness to help them to be prepared for end games. Yes, there will be some field days, but here's some ideas. Bullpens that reflect real game adjustments and not just scripts. You can add something to get their heart rate up and down. Relievers with pins that have them get hot quickly like they would in a game. For BP, what about including 15 seconds between pitches like they would in a game? And with both this and your bullpens, hammer out their routines and thought processes to make them almost automatic. So work the think box or the 15 second funnel in between pitches that Andy McKay talks about and the play box and go back and forth. And another idea, pregame to get right before scrimmages. This can include your daily prep routines, meditation, whatever you're gonna do, Try and work those into practice time before games start. And one thing that I've taken from Owasso lately, play the pregame song and take pregame in and out before a scrimmage. They do it on game day, so how familiar can we make with them in this situation? Challenge yourself to only focus on tactical in games. How can we win this situation now? So those are just a few of the many, many examples that we could use. More than anything, how can we use the game to teach? Backwards plan what they will see, feel, do in a game, and try and work it into practice as much as possible, especially early in the season. The first time they're doing it in a game shouldn't be the first time they're doing it. 26-year-old me would kill current me for saying this, but sometimes we have to take our foot off the gas of reps and focus more on quality. And as the season grinds along, allow some days to slow down and let them collect themselves. Give them a break from the fast-paced, segmented day that they had all day and allow them to breathe. Not every day, but just a thought. Our goal should be to have each player walk up to the plate and tow the rubber and go out on a field with extreme confidence, knowing they did everything they could to be ready for this moment. If you have any ideas, I'd love to hear them. And I hope this helps. Let me know at jgelner7 on Twitter. And best of luck this week. Thank you for listening to Ahead of the Curve. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, which can include Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or YouTube. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it on social media to help get the word out. Once again, thank you for joining us.